Welcome, wrestling fans. Welcome to Curtain Jerk, and as always, I'm your host, Jacob Grandi, reporting for the Main Event Marks YouTube channel. You can also check me out on Spotify. However you're listening to my voice, I appreciate it. And guys, I know I said I would do it. I know I did it for New Japan twice this year, but I did not get up. I slept past my alarm at 5 a.m. and woke up at 7 a.m. to watch the Elimination Chamber. Uh, it's now 9.50. I've, uh, you know, worked on a little bit of stuff I had to do for work. I was up early drinking my coffee, eating my oatmeal, and enjoying some WWE from Perth, Australia. Let's get into it. Uh, my overall thoughts on uh, maybe the build, I liked the press conference they did um, outside of the arena, of course. Um, everything that WWE did as far as what they can control was great. But this Australian press, first we had Grayson Waller with an incident where some guy off camera uh, was chat like I guess he was like a producer of the show was challenging Grayson Waller or something like that to like a ironic fight um kind of disrespecting pro wrestling not really respecting it as a whole as far as like a media market um I don't yeah I mean this is something like you know American press like ESPN and Rolling Stone they kind of know the lines not to cross with wrestlers and they also know why they should respect those lines they kind of respect pro wrestling in a way maybe that this Australian press doesn't understand I mean it is kind of an American art form that you know Jap Japanese culture of course took on uh, you know Mexican culture took on uh, you know all throughout Europe but then I guess Australia and specifically you know, Western Australia, all the way on the other side of the continent, because, I mean, of course, Australia is Australia as a country, but you have, uh, you know, the East Coast, you know, lots of uh, cities, and, you know, kind of in the same, you know, uh, like, like line with Samoa and Japan, but then you have Western Australia, where it's pretty far from a lot of uh, influence from wrestling. So it's really cool to see WWE go there, but then it's also um, kind of lame to see uh, us have to do, as a wrestling uh, fan base, as a culture, as a, as a community, as a universe, whatever you'd like to call us, have to go through the things that like you know we went through in like the early 80s with like, oh, it's fake, it's this, it's this. It's like, dude, you know, um, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller, yeah, they're goofs on the show, but like they can whoop your ass. Wrestling is extremely hard to do. I mean, look at uh, you know, CM Punk fought in the UFC, didn't get injured as much as he's been in pro wrestling the past few months. So you know the risk is high. Of course, they're competing for a top spot. Only one person can hold that title, so it is a competition. They are competitive. They are training like athletes. I mean, let's you know. It's just fucking awesome. Things can be all-encompassing. Things can be um, story-driven, uh, theatrical, as well as athletic, and worthy of your respect, you dumb reporter from Australia. I mean, maybe I'm not respecting them as much as I should. Maybe I should look into these um, publications in Perth and... Uh, you know, make sure that I'm giving them the utmost respect, but I kind of, I don't like this shit, man. I mean, it kind of gets to me. I do have to say like when a random person that I meet kind of makes fun of me for being a fan, it's whatever. I'm a fan of it. But, um, when someone would make fun of, you know, something that I actually did and, you know, spent my whole life training for, I can see how they would get pretty upset. And I, um, 
you know, I was kind of behind Austin Theory in a way that I've never been behind Austin Theory before when he was saying that he would slap the shit out of this uh, reporter. But let's jump into the body of the show. These PLEs are wild. Uh, this arena is packed. Um, and this is the second time in 2024 we've just seen like a packed arena over 50,000 strong, the Royal Rumble, and now here in Perth, as far as WWE, we also had um, um, Wrestle Kingdom, of course. Uh, the skyline with the stadium in the background looked amazing. Besides the matches, we had a Grayson Waller effect. Grayson uh, out here doing a shoey, which is where you drink beer out of a shoe. So the same culture that makes fun of pro wrestling um, has given the world... A shoey. Um, we'll, we'll move on. Doing uh, some interviews themselves. Uh, you know, now that they've uh, you know kind of uh, had their had their way with the press here. Uh, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory out there. They introduce Seth. He comes out. The crowd is singing. Cody comes out. The crowd is woeing or singing along, doing what they have to do. Uh, Cody at one point uh, asks. If there are any crybabies in the in the audience, crowd goes nuts here. Um, then he kind of challenges The Rock to a one-on-one -on -one contest. I think this was supposed to be the big takeaway of this whole exchange here. Um, other than getting the crowd hyped and seeing two big superstars, uh, Cody challenges The Rock. Seth says, when it comes to the bloodline, it's never one-on-one. -on -one. And pretty much he says he's going to be in his corner. And they almost make a tag announcement here or something. But then he gets cut off by Austin Theory doing the Rock's bit. He gets attacked. Grayson Waller lets Austin Theory get attacked. Uh, this segment was good for you know for a live crowd. Nothing much here. Hopefully, there's something that happens here. I want to see Cody versus the Rock rather than a tag match. Um, but that's just me. Uh, you know, that's being beyond nitpicky. If we're gonna see the Rock wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, not one to shy away from the spotlight, though. Triple H comes out, um, you know, right after the men's chamber, uh, not to feel the pop of the crowd, not to steal some attention, but to say thank you. And to let us know that there's 52,590 Aussies up in that bitch. Uh, that's the official attendance or the WWE official attendance. Of course, they, they're known to inflate. But still, I mean, even if you had over 40,000 in an arena, uh, you know, all the way across the world that we've seen don't get wrestling. Like, um, I know in 2018 or 2017, they went and they did a super show in, in Melbourne. But like I said, that's like beyond a continent away. It's like further than it would be like, you know, like, like, I think it's, I don't, I can't fucking, it's Australia is bigger than America is what I'm pretty much saying. And the middle part of Australia seems to really be really desolate. It doesn't have, you know, like, like what we would have, you know, Denver and Las Vegas and, you know, Oklahoma City and like little like spots where you can kind of, you know, have a city in the middle of uh, all of that. Um, but I, I'm getting away from myself here. 50,000 strong is pretty big. And then we go into uh, the matches here. I didn't rank them. There's only four matches. And I do believe that maybe the women's chamber was the best match. I'm not sure. Becky and Naomi start things off. Uh, light, uh, we want Tiffy Chance here. Uh, cheering on the main roster newbie and they get what they want she comes out next little slip up while they're trying to do a 
while she's trying to carry two women at the same damn time. But, you know, that's beyond nitpicky. She looked good. Uh, Liv comes out next. Crowd kind of settles into this long match here. Tiffy, uh, Tiffy eats a uh, Bexploder. And then, I like this move, the disarmor in between the chains through the cage. Sloppy Sunset Flip powerbomb uh, off the pod from Naomi to Liv. Then Stratton pins Naomi. She's eliminated. Raquel out next, slamming Becky onto the structure. Bianca comes out last. Tornado DDT to Raquel. Liv hits a senton to Raquel off the pod. Swanton from Stratton off the pod onto everyone. It's at this point where I think that the crowd is going uh, to you know cheer for Stratton throughout this whole time. There's this is awesome chance. They seem to be going you know, bigger for Stratton than I would say anyone else, Becky, Bianca, anyone. Uh, but then Liv just pins her, one, two, three, gets booze. I was shocked from this, but I think they have a star on their hands because this Perth crowd definitely knew it was Tiffy time. But the crowd goes behind the newcomer. Yeah, I was not expecting this at all. KOD to Raquel, one, two, three, she's gone. Liv superplexes Becky. Bianca goes for a 450, and Becky gets uh, her knees up. Bianca goes for a KOD, but Becky lands on her feet. And then Liv rolls her up, one, two, three. And then Liv gets rolled up, one, two, three, by, uh, by Becky. Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. We all saw it coming, but, I mean, this end here was kind of, it seemed like they... We're told to wrap it the fuck up real quick because um, it kind of came out of nowhere like an RKO, but Becky Lynch is going to WrestleMania. New Catch Republic. Oh, yeah, and also I predicted Becky Lynch. I did not predict the outcome of this match. New Catch Republic, uh, Pete and Dune uh, versus Judgment Day. Dom tries his best to do the introductions for Judgment Day, gets booed out of the building. Sunset looks awesome during this match. That kind of took me away from the match, how great this just the setting look. Bait in trouble, but still able to pick up the bigger priest and give an airplane spin. Gets the tag to done. 1-2. Dom puts Finn's foot on the ropes. Ref sees him, sends him to the back. The crowd loves it. Double Tyler driver spot. 1-2. Priest breaks it up. Sloppy looking Hurricane Rana. Uh, gets uh, new catching control a little bit. Double Birminghammer. Not Birminghammer, but Birminghammer. I love that move. You have the Tyler driver, of course. It's you know paying homage to the Tiger driver. And then you have the Birminghammer, which they're from Birmingham, England. And that's supposed to pay homage to the move called the Burning Hammer. Uh, if you didn't know, that's fucking cool. Double choke slam by Priest. Coup de Gras, one, two, three. That's all you wrote. I did not predict this one. I thought they were going to put the titles on uh, New Catch Republic, but Judgment Day gets the win uh, in Perth. The Men's Chamber. LA Knight and Drew start things off. CM Punk chance at Drew in the early going. Kevin Owens comes out next. Code breaker on Drew while falling on uh, tonight, hitting a senton. Lashley out next. Then Randy Orton comes out. Logan Paul's pod opens, and KO goes after him. Every man down but Kevin Owens as he takes it to Logan Paul. Lashley spears Logan Paul through, a, through the uh, pod. Uh, Claymore kick to Bobby, one, two, three, Bobby's eliminated, LA Knight hitting the blunt force trauma, and then AJ Styles comes out of nowhere and attacks him with a chair, McIntyre pins uh, Knight and eliminates him, but it looks like LA Knight and 
uh, AJ Styles going into WrestleMania. Maybe. I don't know where they're going with that one. I mean, other than those two guys wrestling. Uh, I feel like Knight was hot. You want to kind of start putting Knight, in my opinion, with like Logan Paul, with Gunther, with kind of a title contention. Um, maybe they will. I mean, there's lots of time to do a, a four-way or three-way uh, going into WrestleMania. Uh, Drew gets his, you know, uh, oh yeah, Kevin Owens goes for a swanton. Drew gets his knees up. RKO to Kevin Owens, one, two, three. He's eliminated. Logan Paul gets some brass knucks, but before he can hit whoever he's going to hit with it, he gets RKO'd, one, two, three. He's eliminated. Drew versus Randy. Drew picking the bones of Randy a little bit here. He's worn out from the match, but then RKO out of nowhere. But Logan Paul still in the ring clocks Randy Orton with the brass knucks. Drew able to take advantage. One, two, three. Drew wins the Elimination Chamber match. I predicted this one. Um, there was a lot of story they were trying to get uh, come, get across here. Um, and I don't know if I was necessarily a fan of the story. I mean, AJ versus LA Knight with the chair shots. I mean, that's cool. Uh, uh, Logan Paul clocking Randy Orton. So we're going to get Logan Paul, I guess, and Randy Orton going into WrestleMania. Uh Maybe I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll have to see where they go. So if it's all setting up something good, I'm into it. But I do think that the story arc took away from the body of the match. Therefore, I do think that the women's match was slightly better than the men's chamber. Going into the main event, though, Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley. I gotta say, the pop might not have been as big as I thought it would be when they when Rhea Ripley came out. Um, maybe the you know the the crowd was worn out. They did just see two elimination chamber matches. Uh, maybe the sound traveled up in this open air stadium. I'm not sure. Nia takes it to Rhea in the early going as the crowd starts chanting. Then you, during the match they start to come alive. You do feel the hometown love from Rhea Ripley or the home country love from Rhea Ripley or to Rhea Ripley from the crowd. Jack's rubbing her ass in mommy's face and then she starts stretching Rhea's muff that's right the submission move known as the stretch muffler Rhea fighting back but you definitely feel the momentum in Nia's hands with a big Samoan drop off the top Rhea then cuts off the annihilator and uh, by picking her up kind of like a like, you know, as you would like a champion on her shoulders and dropping her face first on the turnbuckle. Momentum swaying Rhea's way. Riptide, one, two, three. Rhea retains. Crowd was definitely going nuts for this win here as she celebrates with her family. You got to love that shit. So I would say the big takeaways from this um, this whole night here. We have Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley at Mania. We have Drew McIntyre versus... Seth Rollins at Mania. We had Cody Rhodes challenging The Rock at WrestleMania in a one-on-one -on -one contest. And now that I'm putting it all together, I don't think it's going to be a tag match. I think Rollins is going to be uh, in the corner of Cody, possibly. Kind of like an, an enforcer, if you will, on the outside, making sure no one fucks with what's going to happen. You got The Rock versus Cody. Is Cody going to beat The Rock and then the next night beat Roman Reigns? Um, why not? I'm a believer. I'm a crybaby. I'm a crybaby. Um, I'm going to have another show come out in a few hours, maybe even uh, tomorrow, uh, maybe Monday. 
uh, I guess that's not even a few hours, a few days, a few hours. I'm working on another show, but I did just want to get a standalone show reviewing uh, the WWE Elimination Chamber, just like I did a standalone show for um, the predictions. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Fly high. I'm out.